The content of this podcast is personal opinion of the hosts and guests and is not to be taken, interpreted, or perceived as medical advice on the practice of medicine. I want to do that. So if you want to do more of those episodes, I'm down for it. And Animal I'll put on there. a wig or I'll, co- I'll color my hair. She'll get I'll, like a fake mustache. I'll put on a fake mustache. <laughs> I'll do whatever you need me to do. Hi, welcome to the Aesthetic Podcast. I am your host, Aesthetic Ann, R-N-C-A-N-S. And I am your other host, Sarah. Welcome back to the show. We've been out a while, but that's yeah. okay. It's okay. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it's fine. We needed a little R&R. Yeah. Got through the holidays, got through the first of the year, and this is now February, and we're hitting the road running. We're hitting it. What are you guys up to? Are you hitting it? Anything? How are you catching back? <laughs> Hopefully not people. Uh, un- I have some unfortunate news. We actually, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. L- don't let me set it up that way. Let me lead with this. We got a review. I was just about to ask you, did we have any reviews? It's four stars. Awesome. It's good. It's good. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, And it's, uh, the person didn't like me. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Oh, you're kidding. They didn't like you, but we got four stars. Yeah. I mean, so they were... They, they like were, you. They were honest yeah. and generous, but okay. Uh, oh, what? Spill the tea. Oh, good job. Good job. When she learns, <laughs> when she uses something, you taught her hard eyes. Okay. This person <laughs> is called Genevieve BXC07. Great screen name. They gave us four stars. And I will preface this with, I get the feeling that they got you and I confused and you'll find out why in a second. Oh, uh, so you're saying that they don't like me. No, no, no. They, no, they got you. <laughs> just listen. Just listen. Okay. The Microneedling Podcast was great and informative. Sarah did a great job of describing and explaining the topic, but I felt like Anne's interruptions were affected by the flow of the episode. She could have also done some general research on the topic beforehand to complement Sarah's information. (laughs) So they think I'm the informative one. That's why I think they got us confused. Okay, could be, or it could be that no, Sarah did not give any information. Sarah was the one interrupting that podcast. So, hi, hello. My name is Sarah. I'm the dumb one. I'm the interrupter. <laughs> so, if you're going to leave a comment at me, if it's about me so I can see it, and just know that Anne's the informative one. Sarah's the dumb one. I'm the informant. But thanks for I the four stars. Thank you for the review. Thank you. I'll try. I'm going to be better about interrupting. But I'm not going to do it as much this well, episode. What's so crazy is I'm usually the one interrupting. Yeah. But My for this ADD is all over the place. Right. But in this atmosphere, you're like the informative one. You're the expert and I'm the consumer, the dumb one. Yeah. But don't say dumb. Yeah. You're, you're the... <laughs> yeah. No, you're not the dumb one. You are the, the one to be enlightened. Yeah. That's all. Coming the uninformed. Okay. Speaking of coming into the light and being informed... I'm super excited about our guest. Our guest is, I wish we could be in person because I feel like we are of the same mind. He is super into patient education, information, safety. He is a plastic surgeon. Not to say that all plastic surgeons are not into that. However, I just feel like that he and I have so much of a similar mind. Um, one other thing that I love that we'll get to kind of towards the end is he is not afraid to call out anybody in the industry. He's definitely... He's bold. Oh, he's got the chutzpah <laughs> for that. And I love him for it. And I can't wait to meet you in person, 
Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Yes, Dr. Adam Rubenstein is an award-winning board-certified plastic surgeon, well-regarded for his outstanding work in cutting-edge non-invasive and surgical plastic surgery procedures for women and men. He is a well-known and outspoken patient advocate, much like Anne, and is not afraid to speak out really not afraid to speak out about botched plastic surgery, <laughs> unsafe conditions, and questionable clinics related to patient deaths. So Dr. Rubenstein, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being a guest today. That's my pleasure. I'm happy to share some time with you guys, and hopefully we'll, we will educate some people. Yes, definitely. So Anne, you, like you said, you guys really gel on, on the patient advocate, patient safety spectrum really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And he has, he's been doing a series and that series, he's on Instagram. Give us your Instagram real quick, Dr. Rubenstein. Yeah, well, we've got a couple and they're both kind of geared towards educating. You can check me out at, at Dr. Rubenstein, D-R-R-U-B-I-N-S-T-E-I-N, at Dr. Rubenstein. Be careful because there's a number of Dr. Rubenstein accounts that even there have are. my photos that are not actually me. There so are, yeah. <laughs> make sure you got the right one. I got about 58, 59,000 followers, so you'll know you have the right account if you see that. Wow, I feel like that's how you know when you've made it is when people start making fake accounts of you. That's right. That's kind of exactly. awesome. Oh, I can't and, wait you know, for that I day. Even, I can't get Instagram to verify me, but uh, I mean, it's a problem because we have so many people are catfishing using my photos. Oh. But in any event, uh, yeah, so you can catch me there. You also catch me at, at Plastic Surgery Truths. That's plural with an S at the end. At Plastic Surgery Truths. That account is all Q&A videos and uh, pretty much answering any kind of question that comes our way. And uh, there's all sorts of questions about plastic surgery, about aesthetics, about other doctors, about procedures, you name it. Yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a great account and I love it. And so basically you're being, I think we're like Batman and Robin, like you're Batman. So can I be your Robin? I'm kind of like your sidekick. (laughs) I'll be your sidekick because, you know, I am a nurse. I'm very proud to be a nurse. However, I also am not delusional that I have the same, you know, standing in the community as you do. I think if I started calling people out, uh, you know, even my, even my own nurse colleagues, I don't think that would go over very well. Um, Now I do, I will call out, as you guys know, procedures on this on on, on our episodes here, um, for instance, you and know, fake nurses and fake nurses. You ain't afraid to call out a fake nurse no, any day. I'm not afraid to call that out. Um, or med spas that might be under investigation. Except then we got to cease and desist on that podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> That's the unheard podcast, you guys. If you didn't hear it when it came out, you will never hear it. What I like to do is just tell the truth, right? I just I'm sure people know the truth. And sometimes the truth isn't really great for the people you're telling it about, but if it's <laughs> yeah. the truth, you can tell it. So I would not be shy. You know, if, if a place is under investigation, if some uh, person is impersonating being a nurse or being a doctor, call it out. You know, we, we did, uh, I did a, an episode with Inside Edition on a doctor and we went undercover with undercover cameras, me and, and the Inside Edition reporter. I, know, I love we, it. We actually went to a consultation. And the, the person that was doing the consultation claimed to be a nurse on camera and was not, in fact, a nurse. So I'm um, all over, you know, these false claims. So you should not back down. 
Yes, and we oh are going to get God. to that. The huevos. Wow. <laughs> that's bold. That's amazing. Yeah. And that, see, that's like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. So if you want to do more of those episodes, I'm down for it. And, and I'll put on there. a wig or I'll, co- I'll color my hair. She'll get I'll, like a fake mustache. I'll put on a fake mustache. <laughs> I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'm so down for that. In fact, okay. That's amazing. Okay. So personal, personal FYI here. There was a time in my life that it was my first career. I was in banking and finance and I actually used to repossess cars. That's amazing. And I used to work with, um, when they got really bad, when they ran from me, like this one stripper that ran off to Las Vegas with my Camaro, I got really, it got personal. So sometimes I worked with private eyes and I, I used to talk to the private eyes. I'm like, okay, well, and I, I used to want to be a private eye so bad. And this would be like my, you know, my dream come true to like go <laughs> undercover and do more of these with you. That's amazing. I can, I can just so see like the adrenaline like pumping. You're like, oh my gosh, she's about to say she's a nurse. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm like so good and cool and calm and collected. I know, but then in your head you're like, oh, <laughs> but you're like, cool. You play cool. Okay. Well, so speaking of cool, let's get back on track here. We kind of went off track there for a moment. Let's discuss the, it's not all the same series. And I'm going to begin that with tell our patients the difference between a plastic surgeon and a cosmetic surgeon. I've discussed this briefly on previous episodes a long time ago, but it actually came from me and I'd really like to hear them from a plastic surgeon from a plastic surgeon who's been in the industry for quite a while. So what is the difference between those two? This is a, a really important topic for anyone that's looking to have procedures done. Now, let me just preface everything that we're going to discuss and everything that I'm going to say is I'm not telling anybody who you should or should not go to see. I mean, even doctors that I've exposed for uh, being disingenuous or hiding some element of their past or what have you, even then, I never say, hey, don't go see this person. Right. You can choose to go and see whoever you want, but... <clears throat> you know, just do it with all the information you need to make the right choice. That's really Having- smart. You know why? Because that was what got us the cease and desist on one of our episodes that we had to pull down. Sarah's dumb, <laughs> and Sarah didn't know that if she said, yeah, don't go to them, they're doing crimes, come to us, that that's illegal. So I learned my lesson on that. I don't know that it's illegal, but... Uh, it, it wasn't it, good. Probably, you know, I, I'm not doing it because I'm worried about it being illegal. It's just my, my task is not to deter people from going one place, uh, you know, and, and going to another you know, preferably choosing at one place over another. Yeah, I mean, it's we're Why? we're a capitalistic system. Yeah, we're a capitalistic system. People have choices, and you know, it's it's a. In my opinion, we give information the best that we can, the the most information and the knowledge we have at that point, and it's up to them to make the decision. Sure, and I, I, the thing is, you know, I often say this, but I talk about this a lot. I've been interviewed many times about this topic, and I always say. You know, the best policy is caveat emptor, you know, the Latin phrase buyer beware. But the problem with that is that most emptors, most buyers don't know how to caveat. You know, they (laughs) they don't know what they're supposed to be looking for. They don't know where to find the information, even if they know what they're supposed to be looking for. So, you know, I've done a lot of work to try and just bring some transparency, to try and bring truth into the industry. And look, if... You are 
practicing a certain way, if you're doing certain work and you want people to come to you, you put yourself out there and put yourself out there with the full story. You know, don't sugarcoat things. Don't uh, hide. Don't lie. Um, I mean, there's some wacky, wacky things that that we saw. Uh, we don't want to went into this. And actually, I didn't set out to do this, by the way. Um, I set out to, to do my Exposed series because patients started asking. And they started asking about different doctors. You know, what do you know about this person? What do you know about that yeah. person? It's all part of my plastic surgery truths. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how I got into this. People would sit in my chair and they would ask me, who should I go get a boob job from? Who should I go get you know, my tummy tuck from? Because I was working at the time. People knew that, that part-time I was working for a group of plastic surgeons. So speaking of plastic surgeons, difference between plastic and cosmetic surgeons. Right, right. So let's get back on topic. Okay, so <laughs> it, it can be very confusing, even for people in the industry. But a plastic surgeon... Is some a board certified plastic surgeon is really the only specialty that has uh, a board that's part of the American Council on Graduate Medical Education and the American Board of Medical Specialties. So, what does that mean? Let me back up. When you train as a doctor, first thing you got to do is go to medical school, and that's a four year period where you're studying medicine in general. And when you graduate medical school, you start a residency. Mm -hmm. Your residency can be in whatever specialty of medicine you want to go into. If you want to go into plastic surgery, typically what has been done in the past is you do a general surgery residency first, some portion of general surgery, and then move on to your plastic surgery training. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of ways you can go there. But there is, a, there is the American Board of Plastic Surgery, just like there's an American Board of Internal Medicine, American Board of Radiology. Okay. All these boards of medicine are governed by the American Board of Medical Specialties. That's the body that uh, governs board certification in the United States. So any doctor that claims to be board certified is, if they're, if they're board certified, then they've gone through the American Board of Medical Specialties approved uh, residency program. And that, in plastic surgery, it's not easy. You have to do your prerequisite training in general surgery or other surgical specialties like ENT. Uh, I think you can even go through urology or orthopedics, but that's uh, rarely done. Uh, most plastic surgeons have been trained in general surgery or uh, ear, nose, and throat, ENT surgery. Got and it. then they go on to do plastic surgery residency. Okay. So, so the plastic surgery residency these days is now standardized to be a three-year program. It, typically, you've done at least three years of general surgery. You may have done as many as five to complete a general surgery program or more. So you're looking at six to eight years of residency training. After med school. After med school, correct. Right. So it's 10 to 12 years of training if you include med school. That's not including any fellowships that you might right. do. Because some people will go and do fellowships in hand surgery and craniofacial surgery. Yep. In cause, you know, there's aesthetic surgery fellowships if you want to get uh, advanced training in aesthetic surgery. So all of that combined, once you're done, then you have to actually go into practice and uh, you take your written board exam. When your written board exam is kind of a, a really arduous, long exam you take that tests you on the entire breadth of plastic surgery. And plastic surgeons do all kinds of surgery, uh, and you have to know enough to pass that written exam. Once mm -hmm. you do, then you have to collect cases. You're in practice, and all the cases you do, you have to keep track of. 
you submit, I think it's a nine month period. I forget exactly. It's been a while for me, but I think it's a nine month period and you submit all the cases you did. When you submit that to the board of plastic surgery, the American board of plastic surgery, someone reviews it, picks out five cases. And they, first of all, make sure that you're doing things ethically. You know, they look at your billing practices. They look at all the cases you collected. They look wow. at the breadth of what you're doing. You have to have a pretty broad experience. You can't just do, you know, 50 breast augmentations. You're not going to get board certified that way. Oh, wow. So you, I had no idea it was like so, I, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not even done. You have to take your oral exams. They'll send you a list of five cases. Those five cases you have to prepare in a very standardized presentation. You make these books with photographs of all the cases that you've done, those five cases you've done, all the records, the bills, all that stuff from start to finish on each of those five cases. Then when you go for your, your oral exams, you go to three different rooms. Each room, there are two examiners in them, mm-hmm. and there are two rooms of random cases, which means you go stand outside the room, and the five minutes before they're going to pull you in, they open the door, hand you a booklet that you're allowed to look through, and those are the random cases that you have to familiarize yourself with, and they're going to grill you on that. And that could be anything. You're just looking at photographs, and you get in there, then they'll say, okay, turn to case number two. What would you do with this? You know, mm-hmm. why would you do that? What if that didn't work? And, and so on. So you get, uh, I think there's five uh, unknown cases or more in the booklets. They grill you on that in two of the three rooms. And, the, and they're different booklets. Each room has a different booklet. Then you get to... Uh, you get to be grilled on your own cases. Because remember, you prepared these five cases, you brought them with you, and they're, you plunk them down on the desk. When you get there, they take them, and then they, you, one of the rooms you go to is your books. And they will have already spent time looking through them, checking exactly what you did, uh, seeing what went wrong, seeing if your billing was appropriate, if it was ethical, if you took wow. good records, all that. That's yeah, crazy. It, it's a big deal. That is a big deal. That's huge. Okay, so then... Is there more to the story? (laughs) Then you're a board certified plastic surgeon. That's what you got to go through to be a plastic surgeon. To be a cosmetic surgeon, uh, you got to print business cards. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, uh, Did you leave anything out there? Did did you skip? Did you leave anything out? Like, do they check the billing practices? Do they make sure you even have a place that you're practicing? You're not in the well, back alley. To Did call they... yourself to call yourself a, a cosmetic surgeon, anybody can. You know, there's no any doctor. You don't even have to be a doctor because it's not regulated. But if you're a doctor and you want to call yourself a cosmetic surgeon, no one's going to stop you. There's no regulation of that yeah. whatsoever. But you know, if you've gone through everything I just described to become a plastic surgeon, you better believe that your business cards, your letterhead, your office is going to say plastic surgery. It's not going to say cosmetic surgery. Well, okay. My grave a... would say plastic surgery if I had to go through that. <laughs> what did you say? I said my grave, my oh, headstone yeah. <laughs> would say that if I had to go through all that. Well, no wonder plastic surgeons a lot have this God complex. They're like, I made it through hell. I you must can't be God. That. He's a plastic surgeon. I don't think I'm God. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I, but yeah, I didn't realize all that. Okay. So I do have a question here. This is kind of confusing yeah. me, but that's to be a plastic surgeon. It, but that's also board certification because can't you be a plastic surgeon without actually being board certified? You can, and then you would have stopped. If you don't want to be board certified, you just wouldn't take the written exam and the oral exam. Uh, kind of silly not to do that, but yes, you know, people okay. don't. Okay. Um, 
but you know you still have to go through the same residency programs and you know the medical school training and all that the thing about cosmetic surgeons is what we see i'll tell you what i see around the country and especially here in miami any doctor of any type that thinks they want to make a little extra cash mm-hmm. doing cosmetic stuff like in, injecting botox and doing fillers mm-hmm. maybe even dabbling in liposuction mm-hmm. they go and take a weekend course and then they start doing it and uh you know the the upshot of that is patients can't tell it, you know if, if you're going to see dr jones and dr jones is calling himself a cosmetic surgeon it seems legit you, if you go to an office yeah. it looks okay you know they, they, they walk the walk and talk and talk it seems right but you may not have any idea that dr jones uh you know a couple of months ago was a radiologist right that you know was decided they didn't like radiology and wanted to become a cosmetic surgeon How much of your business is made up of aesthetic and cosmetic medical procedures? Technology and innovation often work faster than the laws governing them and protecting you. Traditional male practice insurance often does not extend to new and innovative procedures. Don't wait until you have a problem to find this out. Endorsed by Cellular Medicine Association and happens to be the same insurance that Aesthetic Ann uses, Schroeder Coverage and their MediCoverage has a plan that covers all of your procedures that you perform. You know that your patients are in good hands. Make sure that your practice is too. As a listener to this podcast, you'll have special access to MediCoverage's plans tailored to the procedures you perform today so you can keep innovating to bring your clients and patients the best experience tomorrow. Contact James Schroeder at Schroeder Coverage and schedule your personal consultation. James can be reached at 440-617-9010 or aestheticmalepracticeinsurance.com. Both of those things are in the description below. Thank you so much to our flagship sponsor, Y'all go check it out. Like I said, linked in the description below. So other than before and after photos, can you give us three items that you would suggest patients, three ways to measure, I guess, confidence in somebody that's going to work on them? I mean, number one, no offense, guys, but even I personally will say, don't go to a cosmetic surgeon. You really need to go to a board-certified plastic surgeon. So for me, that's number one. Beyond that, do you have um, some other other factors that if they still want to go and check this out and they haven't really discovered yet if this person, the difference between plastic or cosmetic, but what would be some telltale signs that maybe they should like say, okay, great, thanks for the consult, I'll let you know, and leave? Well, so knowing that they're board certified is not so easy because you'll ask, are you board certified? They'll say, yes. In fact, there is a self-proclaimed American Board of Cosmetic Surgery, but Mm. they are not a real board. It's not a board, that is to say, it's not a board that's associated with the American Board of Medical Specialties. It's not regulated by the ACGME, the American Council on Graduate Medical Education. So the American Board of Cosmetic Surgery is an organization that got together and said, uh, you know, we're going to make our own board and you know, we'll make up our own rules. And as long as you, you know, check these boxes, then you can be a cosmetic surgeon and we'll call you board certified. But that is typically not a recognized board by most hospital uh, uh, committees. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, so that's one thing. The easy way to look this stuff up is you want to know what a doctor is certified in. Go to certificationmatters.org. Awesome. Certificationmatters.org is the, the website for the uh, American Board of Medical Specialties. Remember, that's the group that governs all this stuff. So if you look it up, 
you put in Dr. John Jones, whatever Dr. Jones training is in, if Dr. Jones is board certified, that's what's going to show up. And what you might find if for some doctors, some cosmetic surgeons, is they're not board certified in anything. You might also find that they're board certified in something that might shock you. You know, you think you're going to a plastic surgeon because they do liposuction. You go look it up on certificationmatters.org and you find out that Dr. Jones is actually an emergency room physician. Yeah. All so very that's, interesting. that's a good tip right there. That, that's, that'll be my number one is just check out exactly what is the doctor certified in. Good point. Okay. What's number two? All right. Well, let's see. Number two, a good tip is that one of the arbiters of who's real and who's not in the sense of, you know, who's really properly trained and, and considered by the medical establishment to, to be an appropriate specialist is uh, hospital credentialing committees. And I've served as the chief of surgery. I've served as the chief of plastic surgery. I was on the executive committee for a hospital. We did, I, I personally signed off on privileges for lots of doctors. Um, and the way that that works is you have to present your credentials. And at no hospital is going to give a surgeon credentials to do surgery in the hospital unless they have the right tickets punched. Gotcha. And, of course, they got to be properly certified, have the right training. So a great question to ask is, you know, I'm okay with doing stuff in the office, I think, but what if I wanted to do it in the hospital? Are you able to take me to the hospital and do surgery there? Gotcha. Yeah. That's an excellent question. Perfect. And then what would number three be? Well, Besides, so besides having before and after photos and they're not in someone's garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's the garage is sometimes a step up. There's a, there's a story of someone using a pole barn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Number three. I mean, so we've got making sure they're board certified, but in the right specialty, right? Mm -hmm. Then we've got, you know, can they do surgery in a hospital? Because that is going to uh, dictate whether or not they're the real deal also. So they can take you to a hospital, probably in a better place. And then I think the third thing is um, who certifies your operating room? Because in order to be a yeah. quote-unquote cosmetic surgeon that doesn't have hospital privileges to do surgery, they've got to have a place to operate. And you want to know where they do the surgery and who certifies the operating room. Excellent because point. if they don't have a certified operating room, something, something that's completely accredited, then you should run, not walk from yeah, the facility. Absolutely. 100%. Totally agree. Those are excellent points because, you know, these days a lot of people, they really focus on, do they have before and after photos? Um, you know, they are they stock photos or not? No, they're not stock photos. Oh, it's their own work. Um, what are their Google reviews like? What are their what are their Yelp reviews like? Oh, how many followers do they have on Instagram? Yada, yada, yada. And I know that that, that people use that as a tool of measurement and it can be helpful. Um, however, it's definitely not the whole story. And those three items that you mentioned, you know, those are in the realm of actual medicine, not just who's popular. So let's talk about real quick who's popular. So Dr. Miami, you told me when we were interviewing, I did not know this, I didn't hear this, but I know Dr. Miami, I like him. Who's know, that? He's a, he's a surgeon down in Miami. <laughs> What's his name? name? Dr. Miami. I don't know. Honestly, I, 
Dr. Rubenstein, what's his real name? Because I don't even know it. His real name is Dr. Michael Salzauer, and he is a board-certified plastic surgeon. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen him at um, ASPS before, American Society of Plastic Surgeons Speak, and he came over to ISPAN and and was very um, great and spoke with us. Um, but there is something that you told me. He offered this like drive-through Botox during the pandemic, and you know, okay, kudos, Doctor Miami. I love it. Thinking outside the box, trying to help out your patients. That's however, amazing. <laughs> however, that's I'm just. What'd you say? I said that's amazing. Not as in necessarily <laughs> not as in good, but just like the concept of that is incredible. Well, I mean, kudos. <laughs> thinking outside the box. I'm trying to be positive here. However. I'm just kind of thinking that, and I'm not trying to get into any controversy here because, but I'm wondering if the ethics board had a problem with that, but I know you had a problem with that and you did a parody on that, which was absolutely hilarious and people need to go see it where you did drive through plastic surgery and it was so funny. It was the best. And, And what I loved was, I don't know what kind of tape you used on that woman, but I have this joke where people, you know, they'll come in, they're like, well, can you just do this? And Sometimes they're serious and sometimes they're kidding, but they're wondering if with filler, if I can like basically give them a lower facelift and they're pulling up all their loose skin. And I'm like, you know, I can, it's called duct tape. And we just kind of attach it back here, go underneath your hairline and attach the other side. But they have this duct tape that's, it's skin color. And of course, then they realize that I'm kidding, but yeah, you did a great parody on that. Tell us about that a little bit. Cause it was too well, funny. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to do. Well, so during the pandemic, you know, everyone's sick. Uh, everyone's just hiding. I get not everyone's sick, thank God, but everyone's hiding from the virus. We're trying to stay in, right. quarantining. You know, we're all trying to do what we can. Everything's shut down for a while, and you know, while there's a shutdown, people are struggling. Like everyone's struggling, including plastic surgery practices. You know, we employ a lot of people. They ha- they are not working. Uh, yeah, it hurts everyone. So I understand the the desire to get back and find a way to deliver services so that you can get some revenue. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but (laughs) I'm not sure hanging out a car window, (laughs) trying to, you know, wiggle in to do your Botox injections is the best idea. Well, but Uh, if they have, if their car, if their front seat reclines, they can recline (laughs) it to where it's kind of at the same, you know, 45 degree angle as the chair when, when they're sitting in your chair doing Botox. I mean, what's wrong with that? You're really reaching, you're reaching, you're trying, you're you're lobbying for this. Uh, but you know, I, I, I obviously, I think. Listen, I think nine out of ten people hearing that concept would think it's ridiculous, and then the other one out of ten are going to be in line to get it. And oh, yeah. you know, if if that one out of ten is enough people, then you make money doing it. But I, I still don't think it's a smart thing to do. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's unethical. It's just to me, it's unsanitary. Oh, it's that's, uncontrolled. That's what makes it unethical to me. I'm like, I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I would be shocked that the boards would not be all over him for that. I think it's totally unethical because of... Well, it was certainly controversial. Yeah. Well, good. And, and you know, <laughs> and because of that, then I, I just, you know, I got this idea, I mean, how ridiculous is that? What would the next step be? Well, we can do drive-through <laughs> plastic surgery. Why stop at Botox? Right. So, That's amazing. Know, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, you can check it out on the, uh, on the IG at Dr. Rubenstein. I think it's worth a watch. And that was one of the videos that we did 
in my campaign using the hashtag, it's not all the same. Yeah. And you know, that's the point. You know, we're talking about plastic surgery versus cosmetic surgery, uh, talking about doing things the right way versus a questionable way. It's not all the same. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely right. It's, and I love that series that you do. And again, as we mentioned at the beginning, you know, you're all about basically calling it out, letting people know the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. That's what matters. Speaking of which, you do have, I'm going to call him an arch nemesis. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, which is who? His name is Dr. Simon Orion. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, so you can correct me, Dr. Rubenstein, but Dr. Simon Orion. And yeah, right. he is one that you have a real problem with, apparently. So let's discuss that. I see when I look him up, because I hadn't heard of him before, which I was kind of surprised, but I'll just say, yes, I was ignorant to who he is. Um, but apparently he has worked on the Kardashians quite a bit. But I also know another dermatologist who actually has worked on them too. So they've probably had a work done by a lot of people. Um, but he's worked on them and some other famous people. And he's a dermatologist. And a lot of people, you know, go to dermatologists. Um, I personally prefer plastic surgeons. But I'm... For what? For having aesthetics and things like that done. Um, but there are a lot of fantastic dermatologists out there, like um, Shino Bay Aguilera is amazing. I love him. Yeah, Shino's fantastic. I yeah, love yeah. So I mean, I can't throw dermatologists under the bus. I'm just going to say, on the whole, I think plastic surgeons kind of really corner the market when it comes to aesthetics. Um, but so I mean, this guy's a dermatologist, and he's worked on a lot of people and famous people, and looks like that they've had some good results. So I don't understand what your beef is with him. Well, it's, I wouldn't even say it's a beef. I have nothing personal against Dr. Orion, at least had nothing personal uh, against him when this all started. It, it, you know, I mentioned my exposed series, and it, you know, people would send me DMs and IG saying, hey, what do you know about this doctor or that doctor? And you know, we've done four or five of these segments you know, because what happens when someone sends me a message saying, what do you know about Dr. Smith? or, you know, Dr. Jones, I will look up the doctor and see what their credentials are. Because for me, I know where to look. It takes me, you know, a minute to go see, is someone board certified? What's their training? Do they have any issues? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. So you know, most of the time, I have to say, when someone asks me about a particular doctor, you know, I can write back in a DM, say, listen, you know, Dr. Jones is a board certified plastic surgeon. You know, she is very well qualified and she'll take good care of you if you choose to go there. Yeah. And, you know, or I might say, you know, Dr. Jones actually is not a board certified plastic surgeon. Uh, he is an internal medicine doctor that uh, is practicing in cosmetic surgery. And, you know, you, uh, my recommendation would be to see a board certified plastic surgeon. Um, you know, you can learn more about this and I, you know, I, I might give them the link to see what uh, that doctor's credentials really are. And then they choose, you know, I never say don't go see someone. Uh, I never say do go see someone. I can give my opinion and say, look, I wouldn't recommend this doctor or I would recommend the doctor all based upon credentials or I might sometimes I know them personally. Um, but when it came to Dr. Orion, you know, when you look up the story of his training and his past, well, first of all, it's not so easy to find. 
because the, the training is not so clear and do a little bit of uh, uh, you know, digging to find out what the story was. And there are some things that are public information, easy to access. I mean, all of this is public information. Everything that I, that I talk about Oh, yeah. Any of my videos is public information. Yeah. You know, not it's not any inside scoop. Yeah, you don't want any libel you don't want any libel suit either. <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming you're going with complete facts you can back up. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not only that I can back it up, it's anybody can look it up and find out for themselves. Yeah. Uh so you know, when I looked into it, there's a lot of really, you know, questionable things in the past. And with Dr. Orion. You know, I did produce one of my exposed videos to tell the public, look, this is the guy's real story. Uh, and that real story is, is sometimes shocking. There's, uh, first of all, he practices as a cosmetic dermatologist. And uh, sometimes he's seen being referred to as a cosmetic surgeon or even a plastic surgeon. And he is, by training, none of the above. His You're kidding. He's is, not even a dermatologist? No, he's not. He's not trained in dermatology. Oh my gosh! Because everything I saw, he's a dermatologist. Well, right, and that's what people think. And then, of course, you see the Kardashians. Oh my God, he's like a celebrity dermatologist. I, I want to go there. But the the truth is that he has, as far as I have been able to determine, some training in internal medicine and some training in, I think, anesthesia. Neither of which. Uh, is he board certified in? I, I don't believe. Or does he even have a license? When you say some training, does that mean he got like a piece of a degree? I mean, did he did he no, graduate no, with a medical he, he degree? Graduated, he graduated medical school. Okay. And in the United States, all you need is one year of, of postgraduate training to get a license. So he has a license. Okay. Although, uh, I forget the year, but uh, some years ago, his license, you know, he was under investigation by the state of California and he was disciplined by them and had his license revoked. And then mm -hmm. uh, his, his revocation of the license was stayed in exchange for uh, being supervised, doing a bunch of uh, educational courses. I think there might have been community service involved. I don't recall. Um, and, you know, after serving uh, four or five years of that probation, then his license was fully reinstated. But the reason that he was investigated is manyfold. I mean, there were, I think, more than a couple dozen uh, charges against him. The, the thing that I always remember is uh, the one that, to me, was really egregious was the aiding and abetting of the unlicensed practice of medicine. Mm -hmm. And that charge arose out of allowing a nurse to perform a facelift in the practice. I know. So I'm sitting oh here. Oh my God, my <laughs> mouth has dropped at everything you're saying. So I'm sitting here reading because I, I finally did find um, something about it. And it actually happens to be one of your videos. And so, but before I found this, I literally, when I was looking at stuff, could not find anything except that he was this fantastic dermatologist. And He's when I, paid a lot of money to get a lot of that erased. You could tell. Oh, yeah. You just know. It's, that is the truth, actually. I, I believe that that's true. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't have receipts to show that he did that, but I will say there are some websites that you can pay to join uh, certain um, programs with them, and then they clean up. So oh, yeah. Reputation.com. <laughs> oh, you know. Like, clean oh, up you know my these people. <laughs> well, I hear them I'm advertised all the time. Clean up my reputation.com. And what did you find? Services that actually do stuff to try and, and remove things. And that's different. I mean, there are, there are review sites mm -hmm. that uh, they'll post anything anyone puts up there, whether it's true or not. 
And then if you want to get it, they will they won't take it down, but they'll kind of reorganize it and make it look like it's actually a good review if you pay a lot of money and join their yeah. you know, their business program or, or however they term it. When I saw what I saw, you know, and there there are other I've done other episodes like this where I see something that's just to me really outside the bounds of what we normally see, and sometimes shockingly so. I make a video about it just to put it out there and put it in the public eye and say, listen, this is the real story. Somebody, people have been asking me about this doctor. I looked into it. Here's what I found. And I made, uh, it's a four part video that, uh, that we put out in, uh, in originally I put it out in one big post and, uh, he saw it and complained that we used a photo that he had the copyright to, because we just took stuff off of public domain, off of, you know, Google, we did the search, found in it, you know, images and whatnot. So he claimed ownership of an image, and, and we, uh, Instagram had, it took it down, and we had to put it back up with a different image, and we did that. Yeah, okay. And, you know, there were, there were just, you know, really crazy things that happened with those videos. But then shortly after I put those videos up, I started getting these wacky, you know, uh, negative reviews <clears throat> about oh. my practice from names I'd never seen before, <laughs> patients I didn't recognize. Oh, there you go. And, and there was a steady flow of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the longest time, I, I couldn't be sure who did it until I was contacted by someone who was involved in posting them and writing really? them. Really? Wow. Yeah. Their and conscience so must have been getting to them. Um, that this is a service out of Russia that was hired to post these fake negative reviews. I mean, it sounds like a made-for-TV movie. But <laughs> or like maybe an election. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, this this hopes. is the truth. This is the case. No, this I... is the absolute case. And I, and I have evidence to show it. We have you know, compelling evidence that, that uh, shows that uh, it, it seems to trace back to, uh, to Dr. Orion. And so because of that... Um, you know, many things have happened since the posting of the videos, but to this point now, I mean, it defend my reputation. I mean, there were probably hundreds of these fake reviews posted, some of which I've been able really? to remove, some of which I could not. Wow. And, and uh, you know, to, to defend my reputation and to recover the damage to my practice, oh my goodness. Uh, I felt like I had to file uh, a defamation lawsuit. And so we did. Oh, Wow. And so the plot thickens. <laughs> so I would say that that's a nemesis at this point. Yeah. Wow. Him and Russia. All the nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is crazy. I would have never thought that something like that deep would be going on. But I mean, there is, you know, corporate espionage. And that's, so I guess we're talking about aesthetic espionage at this point, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, but I, I think you know this all started simply because uh, of those videos and uh, everything in the videos is true. Um, I have not, you know, when those videos were out, I had not been sued for uh, libel, slander, defamation of any kind because everything in the video is 100% true. So it's, it, it can't be defamation if it's true you're simply telling right. the truth right and so that's that's where i get to that it's not all the same you just wanting you want to know 
what you're choosing. I never say, even to this day, I don't say, go, don't go see Dr. Rayan. You want to see Dr. Rayan? Go ahead. Just know that the cosmetic dermatologist that you're choosing is not trained in any residency program in dermatology, is not trained in plastic surgery, although he sometimes appears as a cosmetic surgeon or even plastic surgeon. And it, it, you just need to know that that's not genuine. And yeah. you know, there's lots of other details. You can check out the videos and learn that. But the point is, it's not all the same. Know the differences, know what you're choosing, have the information available to you, and then make your best choice. Yeah. yeah. We'll link everything that you've mentioned, your videos, the um, reputation websites, everything on there. We will link those below in our description. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Rubenstein, so much for being a guest on our humble little podcast. <laughs> we so appreciate it. Yeah, this has been really informative and exciting. I loved it. Well, what I love about it is I usually will have guests on, and most of the time I know at least 50 or 60% of the content, usually more. But on this one, there was about 90%. I learned, and it was such a great learning experience for me. There were twists. There were turns. <laughs> there were thick so, plots. It was great. It was fantastic. It was awesome. And again, don't forget, if you ever need me to go undercover, I'm more than happy yeah. to do that. Well, you know, we're going to continue. I'm not backing down. We're going to continue to do these uh, exposed segments whenever there's an appropriate need. Oh, we got and, plenty uh, around know. here. If find someone in Texas, maybe, uh, maybe I'll take you up on that. Yeah, well, I can cover the middle section of the country and west so yeah let's we'll talk off off air about that you've got yourself a new sidekick All congratulations right. again honestly thank you so much anyone listening if you have questions if you want to check something out even a question about plastic surgery about a procedure about a product whatever it is you can always dm me and at plastic surgery truths check out those videos i might have the answer there already and you just learned something fantastic we will leave all of dr rubenstein's social medias his multiple social medias down in the description below share this episode with your friends and family anyone you think that would find it interesting thank you guys for listening we will talk to you in the next episode bye bye <laughs>